the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another edition of One Down, the world's premier comedy crossword podcast. My name, of course, is Brendan Ayer, and as always, I am joined by Greg Warren. What's up, Greg? Hey, Brendan. How you doing, man? I'm good. You know, all things considered the, with the world, I think we're we're slowly... Uh, uh, beating this 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 uh, this situation we're in, um, you know, I, I'm still still quarantined. Obviously, things are still pretty locked down, pretty tight in New York. But I'm I'm able to get out there and run. I've been running a lot. That's good. Yeah, you were like uh, what? You ran 13 miles last time I talked to you. Yeah, man, I'm at like a, a 105 miles for the month, and I'm uh, you know quite a few days left, so I'm feeling good. I what I did yesterday that I have not done. I used the Nike Run Club app. I find that useful to track mileage and stuff. But they have these guided runs you can do, and I never had done them before. And basically, what it is is you can do a, a time or a distance, or some you know some of them are for races. And it's, it's it's one of Nike's coaches will sort of guide you through the run. So I said, well, let me try this. I'll take uh, I'll take uh, uh, a ten mile guided run. You know, so nice. I, the, you you start off, and the guy he's good. You know, he's going okay. Take it slow. You want to warm up slow, um, and, and then he's like, okay, pick up the pace a little bit here. You know, it's good. You got like a coach with you the whole time. Uh, He's just talking to you, you know, and it's not it's not negative stuff, right? You know, he's never like, uh, hey, you know, maybe stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think this is for yeah, you. Yeah. I've been looking at the numbers. Maybe just go home. Yeah. Uh, no, he never says that. But so it seemed good. Everything was going on good. We get to mile seven. I'm seven miles in to a 10-mile run. And the guy goes, okay, time for fart licks. Now, do you know what a fart lick is, Greg? Yeah, yeah. I, I ran uh, cross country in high school. It's um, sort of like uh, varying the pace. You're going to do, you're going to be running for a while, and then they're going to be like, all right, now it's time to sprint. And then yeah, we would it, do it yeah, where like, it, there was like 10 guys in a row, and then the guy in the back would have to sprint up and, and, and to the front of the line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We would do that uh, when we trained uh, preseason in soccer, too. But Fartlick, it, it's Swedish for speed work. It's great to improve your pace. I got no problem with it. What I have a huge problem with is no mention of it in the description of the coach of the 10-mile uh, guided run. Uh, and just out of the blue, seven miles into 10, this guy thinks I'm doing Fartlicks. Well, okay? I mean, you know... Probably if he w if you wouldn't have signed up if they had the fartlek thing on there, so it's uh, well, it's 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 the shortsy fake of the run world. It's, here's the what thing, Brandon. I've known you for a long time, and in order to get you to perform in all facets of life, you need to be tricked. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, in order to in order to get me to eat a vegetable, you got to be like. Hey, hey, you know, that's actually a candy broccoli yeah, exactly. is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I, um, the thing is, I don't really, eh, I'm not really up on runners, but I don't recall the Swedes as being any kind of like fast, you know? 
<laughs> no, that's the thing. I think this. I think the fart lick is the. Uh, if it was a Nigerian term, I would be like, okay, right. we got to do this. We got to do this, right. man. Those, or, these guys, or a Kenyan. Yeah, Kenyan, term. Kenyan. Yeah, Kenyan. These guys are fast. You got it. We got to do this thing. But I don't. Yeah. I don't remember the Swedes. Uh, I mean, I'm not taking advice no, they, from them on running meatballs. Well, maybe what happened? IKEA, <laughs> cheap furniture. Sure. Well, that's that's what it was, happened with. It was is it in the I, IKEA factory, and that was part of IKEA's success. Is they would do these fart licks where they the guys would be uh, making the furniture. I mean, not fully making it, as you know, yeah. uh, you make it yourself, but they'd be making the f- furniture and a guy would go, okay, a fart lick time. <laughs> and they'd all pick up the pace a little bit for about uh, 30 seconds. And that they found that improved Ikea output uh, 67%. Hey, um, can you run that Swedish accent by me one more time? <laughs> okay, a fart lick time, yeah, I, boys. I, 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 I don't know what that was, uh, but it was, I think it was some version of Minnesota and Austria. I don't, I don't. Uh, hey, Austria is not that far away. I, I, I know, I didn't say it was terrible. I, well, it is terrible, but I didn't say it was it without is any sort of um, merit. Uh, my, you know, if, my, if you don't mind, let's move to the, the crossword puzzle. I do mind. I'd like to clarify for the listeners. My accents are deliberately uh, un... You cannot pin them down, and that's to avoid offending anyone. Because anyone who tries to be offended, I say, well, that's not an accent of any country you've ever heard of, so try and sue me. Uh, Have you ever thought that maybe you're offending everyone? That's if you offend everyone, Greg, then you offend no one. That's the, that's the key to life. Uh, Monday, May 18th, this was a Christina Iverson. Pretty basic uh, Monday theme. It was Monopoly tokens. You had uh, uh, five five answers uh, that included a Monopoly token. They were Boot Camp, Hat Trick, Thimble Rig, Iron Maiden, and Dog Tired. Greg, I got to ask you, given this theme, uh, what was your... What was your monopoly token of choice? Um, I would say either the shoe or the iron. The iron? Yeah. It's a nice piece, man. It's it's sort of compact, self-contained. It, I think of all the it looks just like an iron. Let's be honest, some of that stuff barely looks like what it is, you know? Just when I just when I thought this might be a podcast I'd like to continue doing for a while, you're gonna find out you're gonna co- quit the podcast over my Monopoly piece. And when the word gets out, I'm running a podcast with an iron guy. Nobody liked the iron guy. That's when not you true. Monopoly. That's not true. I bet you were the banker too. I bet you said, "I'll, I'll be the banker." <laughs> I've got an iron. I'll be the banker. I didn't say it. I didn't sound like that when I said it. I didn't. It doesn't sound like me at all. I didn't have a high pitched voice, even as a child. Uh, you had the same voice as a child. You're telling me it was deeper when I was a child. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get into this Monday. You iron, go, uh, go iron some pants. Uh, pretty easy Monday, I thought. Boy, that's a man. That's one of the. <laughs> That Brendan, man, he knows how to cut a guy right down to the bone, man. He, he goes right for it. Hey, whoa, take it easy, hey, brother. Hey. <laughs> Why don't you Those go iron words. some pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
There's some place in this country that'd get you killed. You talk like that. <laughs> you take it back. You take it back, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, better, you better take that back right now, boy, or me and you out in the street, duel to the death. Uh, let's do Monday, man. Let's do Monday. Uh, five across, product of Chevron or Shell... Brendan, that is gas, and that is the Monday Clue of the Week. There we go, right there. Yes, there we go, baby. <laughs> seconded, big time seconded, because they, they, they could have, if they did Chevron alone... Uh, uh, I think yeah, maybe shell alone because you would have thought it was something that you ground shells up for. But uh, but even if they just did Chevron alone, it's a super easy clue. Maybe not. Uh, maybe not a Monday clue of the week. I talked but- to the guy. He was originally thinking about putting Amico uh, in <laughs> in there as well, and Standard. I don't think they sell product gas anymore. from BP, BP <laughs> that you put in your car to make it run. <laughs> It is available in uh, three grades. It comes out of a pump. Uh, currently in New York, it's two nineteen per gallon. If you all uh, don't know the Monday clue of the week, if you're listening for the first time, uh, thank you. And the Monday clue of the week, that is the most Monday, Monday clue of the week. Very Monday. And the fascinating thing about Monday clues of the week we have found is that they we've found some that come as deep as a Friday. A Friday. A Friday. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Now this, uh, Greg, was a bit of a shock to me. Uh, Nine down. Controversial cosmetic ingredient. And that was shark oil. Yeah. Uh, Now, I didn't know this was controversial. And I am starting to have second thoughts about the beauty product line I have been working oh, on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's called uh, Dangerously Endangered. Oh, this is a bad idea, man. No, no. It's very good. We've got, uh, Greg, we've got this beautiful lipstick. Uh, it's made from panda kidneys. Oh, no. This is just <laughs> <Yeah. a> Brendan. <laughs> Greg, we, we have a rouge that brings out the natural glow of a, a woman's face and it's made from the ground up beaks of bald eagles oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brennan you you understand who PETA is these these they're gonna they're gonna ruin our podcast they're gonna ruin oh, they it. might they might until they try my patented uh, rhinoceros foot hand cream oh, that will make man. your hands as smooth and supple as a baby's bottom. <laughs> Dan- that's dangerously endangered, folks. I'm it will not be sure on Shark rhinoceros, Tank rhinoceroses or rhinoceri are known for having smooth skin. I think it's the opposite. That's- that's what's so genius about this product. No one, no one had yet to investigate their their uh, hand cream qualities because they said, "Well, their skin's too rough." And but me, I experimented with all sorts of animals in unethical this is ways. A horrible idea, and I wish you would not have announced it on 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 our podcast. It's uh, it's terrible, man. Save that stuff for your other podcast, the Rad Dude Cast, because this is. I mean, I don't want PETA on my, you know, those guys are vicious. They're going to be throwing fake blood on your face when you walk out. They're big in New York. Yeah, well, 
That's what I'm counting on. These people are going to get a fake blood in their face. Next thing they know, they need eagle beak. They need eagle beak rouge. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, this is that's that's remember the name dangerously endangered. Please do not remember that name. <laughs> Whatever you, if you remember that name, do not associate the name One Down or Greg Warren with that name. <laughs> yeah. Thirteen across, Brendan. State that is said to be high in the middle. That's Ohio. That's your home state. It is, yeah. And you know, Greg, I've never heard that before. Um. Do you have any idea what the what it means? Well, I can uh, deduce a few meanings. Okay. Um, high, the word high or phonetically high, H-I, is directly in the middle. Oh, I didn't know that. Of the, of the, of O-H-I-O. Okay. I-O. okay. Uh, and then uh, it's also, I suppose, high up, northern. Towards the middle of the country, I yeah. guess a little skewed, a little skewed towards towards the east. But do you know uh, uh, when this uh, this thing first started? N- no, no, I don't. It was uh, it was a song uh, sung by Sir Mix a Lot, uh, and there was a lyric, and there was like high in the middle, but it's got much back. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Yeah, I never heard that yeah, one. He was, no, he was. was a, that, he was the first. Was that one. one of his lesser known hits? No, it's yeah, yeah, no, it's it's uh, uh, baby's got back. It's it's, it's his biggest hit. <laughs> High in the middle, but wow. it's got much back. Wow, man, I didn't know he was talking about my state. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing, man. People think it was uh, not a song about geography. They they think it's a song about big butts, but really, it's well, uh, and that. Yeah, that's uh, that's why uh, elementary school teachers don't use it when they should be. They're ignoring a great uh, a great uh, resource. If Sir right Mixalot was taught in our schools, uh, the world would be a better place. Uh, yeah. There, I said it right yeah. here. Uh, Twenty yeah. across, three goals by one player. That's a hat trick, Brendan. You know that you're an accomplished soccer player. Tell me this: Did you ever uh, have a hat trick? Man, I had uh, I had uh, many a hat trick in uh, when I was little. Nah, not talking about that. When I was little, I scored nine goals in a game one time. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of hat tricks in high school. In high did school. you ever have a hat trick? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did? Yeah, oh, did. Did yeah, did I people swear. throw I, their hats? Nobody ever throw. You know when you know where they throw their hats? Hockey, hockey, hockey games. Yeah. That's it. Really, that's it. Uh, but other than that, you're not getting your hats thrown. Uh, yeah, I scored four goals in a big game in high school. I was, I wow. was a big goal scorer when I was uh, like a sophomore. I, I let. I think I I, w- I had the most goals uh, in the Greater Cleveland area. Whoa, when I was man! A sophomore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I scored a lot. I tried to get the nickname going that I was the assassin. I wrote it on a hat, but nobody called me it. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough to get a nickname yeah. going. It really is. Did yeah. you, like, when you called your friends, you'd be like, hey, what's up, man? It's the assassin. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and they'd say, who? Who? I got the assassin. They go, what are you talking? It's Brendan. All right? It's Brendan. Just could you, could you, call, could you go? Could somebody go along with this? I'm scoring goals left and right. <laughs> Uh, you want to go to Tuesday, buddy? Yeah, let's go to Tuesday, May 19th. This was a Trent Evans. Uh, the theme 
was just puns about some guy named Tom. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, you could you could use any Tom you want, I suppose, in your imagination. Tom Selleck, maybe. Tom Brokaw. Whoever you want. But my favorite, Greg, was 47 Across. Uh, quote, I've learned my lesson about feeding the tigers. End quote. Said Tom blank. And the answer was offhandedly. I th- I, now, I pretty, pretty clever, I think. Well, clever, but also, did it strike you that Tom is ex- being extremely calm for a man that's just had his hand bitten off by a tiger? Well, uh, I think that this was, this quote, from what I understand, was they got this quote from Tom after he was out of ICU and all that stuff. Like, he, they didn't, I see. this wasn't a quote, like, right when it happened. He, you know, they, they, the media can be brutal at some times, but when it comes to doing stores, stories about uh, people losing their hands with tigers, they'll usually wait a few weeks. So he, he was bandaged up, he was out of, he, he was well into his rehab, and uh, yeah, he was feeling better about things. And he did learn his lesson, you know. Uh, that, if anything is going to teach you a lesson, it's getting your hand bit off, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, although some of those crocodile, some of those alligator wrestlers down in Florida don't seem to learn their lesson, judging by the scar. <laughs> it uh, takes a while with those guys. <laughs> it takes, takes a little. Yeah. Takes a little bit. Um, I want to talk about forty-one across. That's court legend Arthur, and that is Arthur Ash. Brendan, that makes. Arthur Ashe is one of the key members of the Bonefish Grill One Down Hall of Fame. You notice what I did there? I changed it. It's not the top 10 list anymore. It's just the Hall of Fame. I think it sounds a little better, man. And those are, of course, the most often used crossword puzzle words. You got to put Ash in the top five. We don't really rank them anymore. We just have a Hall of Fame. Uh, now, Ash was inducted several years ago. Um, and I think you and I have talked about this. He doesn't always show up, and but he, he he's earned the right to sort of disappear for a while and come back. Let me make two points about what you've said. Okay. Uh, first point being, changing it to the Hall of Fame, uh, you did not consult me on that. I didn't. And I don't care because it's brilliant. Thanks, man. It's Thanks. brilliant. Thanks. We're no longer. I thought you'd be with me on this. I, I, I was I almost told, sure. You knew I'd be with yeah, you. Yeah. You knew I'd be with yeah. you. We're no longer boxed into a top 10. This gives us the freedom to give the words the credit they deserve. Uh, my second point, I don't even know if Ash is in the Hall of Fame. I think the full term, which we might not, which we might not use, is the uh, one down... Arthur Ashe slash Oreo. Oh, so he is the Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. It's, I think he's the he's the namesake of the Hall like of Fame. He's like Cy Young of the Cy Young Award. Exactly. Wow. Because I feel, or he's like Oscar of the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I feel that Oreo and a- Oreo Ash and Eel 
are the top three. Whether they show up every time or not, yeah. they're the perennials. They've been there since the start, yeah. and they're always going to be there, and they're always going to be needed. And this is it's great to see Ash back in action. You know, we've had Oreo laid off for a while. That doesn't yeah. mean he's out of the Hall no, of Fame. The he's guy, the Hall of Fame. The he's earned the right carrying, to be there. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy's been carrying crosswords for, you know, 40-plus years. Yeah. So, uh I, I couldn't agree more. Love the change. Uh, let's talk about 44 across. Oh, just, a, just a note, Brennan, for some of our newer yeah. listeners. And I think we're picking up some new listeners. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the, the reason we call it the Bonefish Grill a Hall of Fame is because Brendan and I enjoy the Bonefish Grill. Brendan, are we in any way sponsored by the Bonefish Grill? Not only are we not sponsored by the Bonefish Grill, we have no official affiliation. None. Actually, or unofficial affiliate. We have no affiliation with the Bonefish Grill other than a couple of guys that like to dine there. Yep. Uh, but we're hoping that might change we're hoping if we just keep we're ho- pounding this in. We're hoping that at some point they're going to give us uh, maybe a franchise or a gift card. And I, I think you said this uh, geniusly. I'm not sure that's a word. Um, uh, uh, several weeks ago, uh, what do you think the most likely outcome we're going to get out of this is? Uh, uh, probably a cease and desist <laughs> letter. Um, but uh, that, that's up in the air, you know. That's that's that is what's going to that you know. And if that happens, I may change my tune on the Bonefish Grill because any restaurant I like would see this as a great opportunity. We're going to okay? give them a, a few more months. I think, that, yeah, you know, we're going to give them a few more months, but I, I they're going to figure it out pretty soon, and they're going to come to us. Yeah. Now, uh, 44 Across, organization that cares what's in your or org, dot, that cares uh, what's in your pockets. That's the TSA. Yep. Um, uh, now, Greg, if you ask me, they care a little too much. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I was, in, in fact, I was in St. Louis. I was leaving uh, uh, a gig at the great St. Louis Funny Bone, uh, both, one of both of our favorite clubs. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and uh, I go through TSA. I go through the checkpoint. They, they have to check my bag. So at this point, it wasn't the pockets in my pants. It was the pockets in my bag. And at the time, I was giving out promotional uh, little buttons, just basically little pins, you know. And uh, the TSA agent uh, grilled me on the meaning of wet meat discs, <laughs> uh, which was on my pin. It has something it's to do with bits. the Lunchable. It's one of your jokes. Yeah. One of, it, it's one of my jokes. It's a Lunchable uh, joke. <laughs> and instead of just saying, are buttons safe or not safe, the guy's looking at my button going, huh, what's this wet meat discs all about? So there did I am Did you have to do line. the bit? Did you have to do the bit? I had to do the bit for <laughs> How him. How did it do? do the, did, did it kill? Not good. Uh, He's calling other guys bit, over. Man, did you say it wrong or something? No, they're not going to laugh at a bit when you're in this tense God, situation where the I've, bit. I've done flute man at the TSA seven times. I kill every time. <laughs> Let me go back, by the way. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I this is this is of course a podcast of record, so I don't like any falsities to be out there. Uh, falsehoods, I guess, would be the word. This is a word podcast. I need to get better with this. Um, you said earlier um, that you were handing out some buttons. Let's be honest, Brendan. You were selling those buttons. No, not true. When I did buttons, buttons 
uh, was a was a donation based system. That's selling them. That's selling no, them. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't because Greg. Honestly, I said you can pay what you want. If you don't want to pay and want a button, take them for free. And I literally would let. I, I had no problem with the people who took them. For okay, free. so they let's. So it was a prop. It was a prop in order for you to beg for charity. Okay, Greg <laughs> is a comic. Greg is a comic who's reached a level of, of success in his in his comedy where he's above selling merch. That's not true. Uh, That's true. I'll sell merch here and there. I mean, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. Do it under the guise of, you know, like, hey, man, if you if you guys could spare a couple of bucks, man, I mean, just anything you got. I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine, you know, but if you could just. Uh, okay. What? N- now, now, now I'm some sort of uh, bum <laughs> with a southern accent all of a sudden that I've, I've morphed into some sort you're of. Right, man. Wino you're right, man. You're right. You're right when you're right. You are a bum <laughs> with a Midwestern accent. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> No, I find, you know, as a matter of fact, and I won't say who it was, but I was opening for a uh, a, a, a very big name, and uh, he had DVDs, he had CDs, um, he had shirts, and all I had, this was years ago, I don't do the buttons anymore, actually I still have some that I just give away, I honestly just give all of them away, I don't accept donations for them anymore, uh, but... I was opening for a bigger act. Sinatra. Uh, he he's selling all this stuff. Frank Sinatra. Um, at 20, 20, 20, 20, 30 bucks a pop. I'm giving away buttons. I say pay what you want. I outsold that guy by a factor of ten, Greg. So knock the buttons all you want, but that people like it when you say, "Hey, pay what you want." If you like my act and like a button, take it. Give me whatever you want. Give me a buck. Give me five bucks. I don't care. Uh, uh, and it, it was a good it was a good merch deal. Okay, man. Yeah. Yeah, you don't sound convinced. No, I think you it's a good. Sound. Yeah. Hey, brother, can you spare a couple of bucks? <laughs> God, Greg, this is ridiculous. Uh, Wednesday, May twentieth. This was a Nathan uh, Nathan Last, Andy Kravis, and the J A S A crossword class. Now, you know what's cool, Greg? I looked this up. The JASA is a, um, a nonprofit that provides services for the uh, elderly and senior citizens of New York City. So this crossword was actually created uh, through a class that you could sign up, and it was like a five-week course. And at the end of it, they create a crossword puzzle in, in conjunction with their teachers, Last and, and Kravis, and it makes the New York Times. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's really cool, and I think if they had anything to do with this theme, these old people are geniuses. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, though. Because I, 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 the only thing that would make it not cool, are they getting their cut of the money? That's what I want to know. Or, or is this a scam by Last and Kravis where they just are milking old people for crossword puzzles and taking the money and running? This, man, I hope that's not the case. That would be, so you're saying it's similar to when they email you that you won some money or something like that. That's what you're saying. You're saying Kravis and Last are... Wrapped up in something like that? 
yeah, they're running these classes. They're getting these old folks in for their knowledge. And then all they're not telling them you get paid to do a New York Times crossword puzzle. They're just telling them they're actually paying for the class. So they're running a double whammy. On wow, these man, these guys. I, You know what? Uh, uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to do some. In, you're right there. on. You're in New York. We're going to get to the bottom. We're going to have to have you. Uh, you're going to we're going to dress you up like an old person. Okay, we're gonna. I, got, I know some makeup people. <laughs> I know some makeup people in New York. We're gonna. We're gonna make you an old person, and you're gonna go to one of these classes. Okay. This is. This that, is gonna uh, be a sting operation. Okay. That remi- That reminds me. One of my favorite uh, 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 stories from a great comedian, good, great actor, actually. Um, uh, a, a friend of ours. Uh, I'm not sure if you know him as well, but uh, Jeffrey Joseph. Oh and, yeah, uh, Jeffrey Joseph used to teach um, writing to juvenile offenders at at Rikers, and um, and uh, he <laughs> he was doing playwriting, and uh, some kid raised his hand one day and goes, "Hey man, how do we know we're not turning in these plays and then you're selling them?" <laughs> <laughs> the kids thought Jeffrey might be turning a profit on their on their first play they've ever written. <laughs> oh uh, boy! But, but yeah, like you said, uh, they did. Man, they, this was one of the coolest themes uh, we've seen in a while. If you want to, if you want to explain it, yeah, it's a little tricky to understand. Basically, you take the same word and you say it twice. So if you look at it, it looks like. Uh, mustache, mustache, okay? But what it really is, is must ache mustache. So in one portion, in one word, they split the word up into two words. And in the other word, it's just the word. Uh, you had yeah. um, uh, heathens, heat hens, and uh, uh, flagrant flagrant. And then, of course, yes. briefest brie fest. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Really cool to be able to find the the those words. I wonder. I I was trying to think of others. I couldn't think of any others. That 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 was pretty neat. Uh, I got you know fourteen or fifteen, but I don't want to you know bog down. Yeah, the no, you don't want to over overdo it. Sure, I get it. Yeah. Now, how about twenty two across, Greg? Symbol of nakedness. That's a, of course a jaybird. Yeah. We've all heard the phrase "naked as a jaybird." Yeah. Now this didn't strike me as strange. It never struck me as strange hearing it and then doing it in the crossword i realized it is strange because they could have gone with any animal no that no they couldn't have why not well i don't know where you live but where i am i've i've seen several robins wearing pants um <laughs> cardinals wearing overalls uh yeah i saw a chickadee with a jumpsuit on the other day the jaybirds are, are the only ones that are all are never clothed yeah. Uh, well, that's a. I guess. Uh, I guess it's a regional based. Uh, uh, or, saying. or I, you just don't have your eyes open. You know. Well, I did. Now that you mention it, I did see a squirrel wearing a three piece suit the other day. So, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you bring up a good point. And you, you were like, "What are you point. wearing the three? Is it because I'm going to the opera? Well, come on." <laughs> yeah. uh, Forty three across gas station adjunct. Uh, uh-huh. The answer is Mart, Brennan. They're talking about uh, 
the fact that most uh, gas stations now are sort of a mini supermarket. Um, I'm I'm old enough that I remember when I was a kid, th- that did not occur. I like remember when they first started doing that. It was pretty cool. I mean, back in the day, you were lucky to have like a candy bar machine or maybe some beef jerky on the counter. Now, you know, you got everything. And uh, from what I can see, uh, a lot of bad choices. Like if you got a bad habit, uh, that gas mart oh, yeah. was made oh, yeah. for you. You know, oh, you 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 you, 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 you got a drinking problem well we've got every kind of alcohol you might want we got we got we got it in the cooler uh we got we got wine now uh hey we, we also right right behind the counter we got a little, little bottles of whiskey uh uh are you ju- junk food is that your problem yeah you a binge eater well that's what you came for brother we 99 aisles full of that stuff Pornography, pornography. Look at these magazines right over here. We got some magazines. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm missing a couple. Of, oh, well, uh, 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 weird drugs. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Medicine unapproved by any any type of official board. <laughs> Having problems with your lady? Try these uh, uh, black rhino triple X pills. Uh. <laughs> yeah i think they they uh they had like the truck driver speed i think they're called mini thins uh though uh those i don't think are allowed anymore um and then and then they have like uh, uh most gas stations right at the front there's like a little bowl and they've got uh one apple and one banana and they've been there for about 15 years and i think that's when they're like hey this place is uh this is, is awful no 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 if you're into health food we got the apple hey bob show them the apple we got yeah, the apple yeah, yeah try it and buy the, the banana i guarantee you they don't know how to ring it up they don't <laughs> they've never done it before they're go- they're calling the manager we got a guy trying to buy fruit. There's no, there's no, there's no barcode. Well, uh, I don't know. Nine dollars. Yeah. Just call it nine bucks, man. Because we're gonna have to go buy another <laughs> yeah. banana to put it's it a, there to keep the FDA. It's even worse office. than that, Greg. Uh, I'll tell you this much. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, yeah, this is how you know you're in a bad neighborhood. You ever seen at the front, right by the register, the uh, those little uh, rose? They sell little miniature roses, fake roses in a glass tube. You ever seen those? Uh, maybe, you know what those are? Maybe. I would imagine those are no. Uh, roses they're not. In glass they're tubes. crack pipes. They're, that's a, a way for them to get around selling crack. Yes, what? people buy them, immediately oh, throw man. out the roads, and use the glass tube. That's what those are for. <laughs> well, uh, this explains uh, some Valentine's Day <laughs> failures. Uh, because, uh, I mean, I, I, I thought I was giving uh, this girl a, a, bouquet of ro- a, a bouquet of roses. What I was giving her was a dozen crack pipes. Uh, Honey, you're... Uh, you're going through these uh, fake roses at an alarming rate. <laughs> also, your teeth aren't looking so hot. <laughs> no, no, they're uh, they're vacant. Um, Fifty six across bit of Quidditch equipment. That's a bat. And Brendan, I'm just saying it right here. We got to knock this off, okay? I'm tired of the Quidditch stuff. It's it's a they they give way more credence to a fake sport from a movie a franchise Greg, there's never any treat it with respect yeah, yes the movie franchise was fantastic but sorry. it was i'm a you know i'm a sorry. harry potter guy so it's one of the uh, oh, top God. selling book yeah. franchises ever 
Fine, but can we knock it off? There's a Quidditch clue well, in every puzzle. I will agree with you only because of this. Only because of this. Not because I have a problem with Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I don't care, as an athlete, I don't care for the Quidditch scoring system. Now, are you familiar with the Quidditch oh, scoring system? Oh, no, no. Did you not get that? <laughs> so that, here's the no. thing, Greg. And the fact that you are and you're an adult, well, you're a he, nerd. I never said I wasn't. Dork. But here's the thing, Greg. You got this game going on. Geek. And, and the score could essentially be 70 to nothing, Gryffindor. But then they could be winning right. 70 to nothing, Greg, on the basis of the game where you hit the ball through the hoops. And then the Slytherin uh, seeker catches the, uh, uh, I forget the name of the the golden snitch. He catches the golden snitch. Game over. They win, even though it's 70 to nothing. It's a ridiculous scoring system. Makes no sense. Well, now I'm sort of, now I'm sort of enjoying this because in a wrestling match, you know, you could be up... Uh, you could be up 14 nothing, and if you get pinned, it's okay, over. Okay, well, then my job here is done. I knew that would turn you into a Quidditch man. Uh, you, you you just got short no, faked by me. Okay, come on. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Thursday, man. Uh, Thursday, May 21st, was an Andrew Kingsley puzzle. Now, here's the thing. Me and Greg disagreed. We texted. We try not to text too much during the week about uh, the crossword puzzle, just so we're fresh coming into the podcast. But we did text about this theme, and Greg, I thought it was very clever. Greg thought it was stupid. And this is the kind of thing we want. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me replay that uh, text uh, exchange. Um, let me see if I can find that. Um, yeah. Hard Thursday. This is me texting, hard, hard Thursday. Took me two hours and 26 minutes. Brendan, clever theme. Greg, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but this is the kind of thing we want. We want this podcast to be a conversation with you guys because we appreciate your input. So when And we ask stuff like this, and you can always direct message us stuff like this. So uh, if you want to be more involved, more, uh, you know, get mentioned on the podcast or get your opinion heard, uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at uh, One Down Podcast or check out the uh, search for the One Down Podcast page on Facebook. And, you know, we read that stuff and we respond to it. So uh, this is. Yeah, we yeah, love, so, love hearing so, from so, you guys. So basically the um, theme yeah. was uh, there were four um, shaded areas that were filled up with red as part of long – they were downs. And then across intersecting those were uh, answers that were color – that had color in the word, but the color was wrong until you combined it with red, making it the correct color. Uh, so in other words, 16 across was sycophant. The answer was green noser, which obviously – Obviously is wrong, but uh, red uh, intersected green. You mix red and green, you get brown. Therefore, the answer is brown noser. I thought that was neat. Why was that dumb, Greg? Well, because I'm not sure if you mix red and green that you actually get brown. Okay, so <laughs> I was under the assumption you just thought the whole theme was dumb. You're nitpicking whether their actual color combinations are correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all based on this fact. It's all based on red and blue uh, uh, equals uh, purple. Uh, maybe that one. That one's probably the most 
the the closest. But I mean, I and what's what's the uh, red and it, the one that's with Arabia? What is that? Um, it's uh, oil change. Oh no, White Lady. The one the one oh, that yeah. goes with White Lady. No, what is, is that a gray lady. lady? Red and white is pink. That's a known. Pink. What yeah, do you mean you I guess? guess it's a I fact guess, of colors. It, it depends on how much red or white well, you yeah, use, You don't man. have time to put in uh, uh, the ratios. Is that what you wanted? Three-fifths <laughs> red. <laughs> now, there's a puzzle. There's a puzzle. There's a puzzle if it said six-part red and uh, the two parts white. That's, that's a right. puzzle. We'll, we'll let them know. I, I will. I will. I will. Uh, 50 Across, 1996 hit with the lyric, It's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. Now, that, of course, is the song Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Uh, uh, just a blockbuster uh, song and album. Um, man, that, uh, that was a mix-up there, wasn't it, Brendan? Big time. Big time mix-up. <laughs> Hey, uh, ma'am, I, uh, ma'am, I've got the delivery here. If you just sign for these 10,000 spoons. Hey, uh, I actually, I, I ordered one knife. Ah, boy, I got to tell you, it's uh, Carl back at the customer service. This guy, man, he just, uh, I mean, he just doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. This is this happens. I mean, it's the fourth time this week it happened. Yesterday, I delivered seventy-eight <laughs> Pontiac Firebirds to this woman, and she said, "Hey, what I wanted was a <laughs> bottle of vitamin C." I mean, it's uh, this guy is gonna he's gonna sink the company. They gotta fire this guy. He's just an hourly worker, and he's ruining everything. Of spoons. <laughs> he, he, but you know what he might have been doing. He might have been pulling a me. What's that? Back one of my first jobs, I sold, uh, first jobs out of college, I sold blank white labels, Greg. I sold barcode labels. Yeah. Oh, I and, remember uh, you told I me was that. bad. Yeah. Never sold a single one. And uh, this was when I was still drinking. And I couldn't figure out, I was going, how are these guys making sales? How are they making sales? Because I would call guys and they'd go, uh, I'd go, you, you know, uh, how are you, how are you fixed for uh, your barcode labels? And they'd go, good. And I'd go, well, that sounds good. And uh, that, <laughs> that would be the end of the conversation. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out how they were making sales. So I go, you know what? These guys got to be up to something. That's what they're doing. They're up to something. And, and so I, what I figured, I said, yeah. you know what? Uh, 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 Walmart. They're so big, there's probably some confusion in what they order, okay? They don't know what they order. So what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in an order <laughs> for uh, $7,000 worth of barcode labels for, wa- for a Walmart distribution center, and, uh, and then they'll pay for it because they'll think they ordered it, you know? and. That's well, fraud, I mean, I was I still believe, drinking but... at the time. Don't get me wrong, but uh, so I did that. Now, okay. do you know what happens uh, when you send Walmart uh, uh, a pallet of something that they didn't order? Uh, no one, having dealt with Walmart, having had them as a customer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet they just said they said no. nothing. They used them and they did not pay for them, uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> which seems uh, that's that, that, that cost your company quite a bit. And here's the huh? crazy part: no one noticed. 
uh, no one ever said anything. That just went fully <laughs> under the radar until right now. So uh, hopefully they're not listening uh, at the blank white label company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. This is, I mean, you're getting yourself in a lot of hot water on this podcast. You're going to have to pay that money back. I just looked up the uh, statute of limitations on on that, and it's, uh, it's 60 years. <laughs> 60 years so on label fraud? It's, yeah, 60 years it's on label fraud. longer than manslaughter. And uh, now you got PETA against you, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bad deal. Five-down physicist Mock, who lent his name to a measure of speed. That's Ernst. Um, and, of course, Mach is the ratio of speed to sound. Uh, this guy Ernst Mach, he was a uh, he was pretty big deal, man. He he was a, a early critic of Isaac Newton and sort of a foreshadower of of Einstein's uh, relativity theory. Theory, sorry. Um, do you know the thing that's weird about Mach, old Mach, the guy that uh, basically founded the the, the way what? to measure speed? Slow <laughs> as molasses, Brendan. This guy. I I watched some footage of him in a, a a foot race with a couple other physicists. This guy is he, he's slow. He's real slow, Brendan. You know, he he was an early critic of uh, of of Sir Isaac Newton, but not the earliest. You know who the earliest was? His wife. Who was that? She immediately she said, "I told you." To stop sitting under that apple tree. I said, if you sit under there, yes. you're going to get hit by an apple. And what do you do? You go sit under there. So you know what? Don't complain to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, from what I hear, uh, Mrs. Newton could uh, yeah, be a bit of yeah. a nag. Uh, uh, that's a polite yeah. Right. Didn't always right. look at the positive uh, now, side. Of course, you knew this was going to come up, Greg. 41 down. Team named after its official state bird. That is the Orioles. And that, uh-huh. you've heard me, not on this podcast, but you've heard me rail oh, against no. this before, oh, God, Greg. No. The, no, the, on this podcast, no, the, on the, every podcast. The preponderance <laughs> of professional sports teams named after birds is an outrage, <sighs> Greg. It is an outrage and it doesn't make sense. This was off the top of my head. This was not, I did not Google anything and I came up with, Orioles, Blue Jays, Falcons, two Cardinals, Hawks, Seahawks, uh, Eagles, Ducks, is... Penguins, Pelicans, Raptors, Blackhawks. That's ridiculous, <laughs> Greg. This is some sort of obsession with you, and it's getting out of hand, yeah. man. It's just, it's the, it, 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 you, you, you can't take it. I don't know what it is, it man. This, this really gets to you that the the the, the amount of bird. Mascots. I care. Who cares, man? A bird is not intimidating. Yeah, and you're telling me there's what 90 professional sports teams. So that's I just named 13, and there could be more. Those were the ones I thought of. So that's we're talking above 15 percent of professional uh, sports teams in the three major sports are named after I birds. Know, man. That's ridiculous, I know, Greg. I it, the thing is, man. Not our listeners they, they don't care, care now that they man, know. They just care. Keep bringing it up they don't they don't man just is there anything you want to say more about bird mascots because this is it it, it, just get it out you're saying they don't care with it you know how many people at home right now are scratching their head and going huh i never considered that that is too many birds that is too many birds 
between zero no greg and zero. most of our listeners right now are saying he's got a point that's way too many birds that doesn't make sense they're not birds are not, not nearly now yes some of them are birds of prey but they're not they're not nearly uh even a bird of prey is not one of the more intimidating animals that's who you're choosing as you to represent your team <laughs> it's ridiculous uh i uh I might, done? I might be. I might be. I hope so. I, I you, you had your say, and I, I couldn't do anything about it, and I apologize to the listeners. 17 down, Japanese theater. And the answer is uh, no. N-O-H. Now, uh, this is a form of, of theater. Um, uh, Brendan, have you, have you ever watched any? Uh, I have no? not, Greg. I have not. Well, this this is actually this this form of theater was developed um, sort of as as a alternative to the American uh, practice I of see. improv. Okay, where, wh- okay, you see, because because in improv, in improv, I, I actually have improv it. classes for the I listeners. If you've it. never taken an improv class, yeah. well, you should. You really need to. <laughs> um, no, if, if, for those of you out there who don't know what uh, when you if you see an improv show, one of the first things they teach you is yes and. So if I say, uh, let's say Brendan and I are doing an, a, a scene, an improv scene, and I'm like, uh, hey, it's good to see you, Paul. I didn't know you were working at the well, donut welcome, shop. Welcome to uh, Donut Holes, the top donut shop in town. And yes, I am, Paul. See, you, right. Yeah, you go along with it. Whatever the person puts out there, you go along with. Whereas uh, 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 Japanese know it's a little different. Okay, so you go ahead and start a scene. Hey, it's great to see you, Paul. I didn't know you were working at the donut shop. No, I do not work at the donut shop. Okay, well, uh, Paul, uh, where are you working? No, I not tell you where I work. Why don't we go outside and take a walk along this uh, beautiful... No, we stay inside. <laughs> Do you, you know what's funny? I like that better than improv. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, I yeah. love the Japanese uh, f- uh, 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 form of The no. other funny thing about uh, Japanese theater is that uh, it is strangely uh, named after my response uh, to when someone asks me to attend Japanese theater. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 Uh, Uh, 21 Down singer Fender with a 1975 hit that went number one on both the pop and country charts. That's Freddie Fender. I'm not familiar familiar with with Freddie? Freddie, actually. My God, a fabulous head of hair. Oh, really? I looked him up. I mean, we're talking a Hispanic guy with a giant afro. I mean, a yeah, good-looking traditional head of hair. Hispanic name. Do you know the uh, the no. name of that song? I believe it was before the next teardrop. Ah, oh, they falls. used to really know how to name a song. You know what I mean? That's they that, sure that, did, that, man. that in itself tells a story. It does. It does. I think no. we should move to Friday. <laughs> Man, you're 
<laughs> this is you didn't even know about Japanese theater, the the theater form of no, and you're <laughs> they're like you. really Thank good you. at it. Uh, Friday, May twenty second. This is a Hal Moore. Uh, no theme. Not a lot of crossword puzzle builders no, named Hal. There aren't. And as a matter of fact, there aren't a lot of people named Hal anymore. Have you noticed that? Hal's yeah. sort of out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, it was big for a while, well, but it's what not... Is, uh, what is it's Hal short for? Halbert. <laughs> uh, 47 across, where Warren Buffett sells an annual lunch date for charity, Greg. This is uh, on eBay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people talk about yeah. Warren Buffett as this this genius of investing and, and just uh, uh, one of the, the greatest minds uh, for business of our time. But they don't really recognize his was. true uh, his. genius because consider uh, the way he has ingeniously uh, figured out a way to just right in the open cheat on his wife. Wait a minute! No, no, you, you're not going to do this. Not, not on this podcast. You've, you, you, you've, you've made an enemy out of the PETA folks. You've got your bird rant going, and uh, and now you want to take a shot sh- at Warren Buffett, who's just a, a a really nice guy, a great American. And a you're gonna shot! Accuse him I'm of giving the guy right credit. To get, okay, let me ask you this no, then, Greg. Let me ask me. you this: You're dating a woman. You try and auction off a date with yourself on ebay what is she gonna say uh exactly exactly but buffett is so uh, above that and he's got so much money that he's able to finagle it into a way oh this you know it's charity sweetheart it's charity i've got to go out with this buxom young lass it's 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 for uh it's for how do you know that it's a well, because, buxom young lad? Because Warren it's works the system. A no, rich Warren old works guy. the system. He's in he's in cahoots with Gates, who's who's running behind the scenes on the boards. They're they're making sure he goes out with who he wants to go out with. You know, our good friend uh, Colleen Quinn, who runs the Omaha Funny Bone, uh, one of the, the coolest best, people the in, the, in the comedy world. Yeah, uh, you know, she was in a commercial with Bill she Gates. She was. She and told Warren me the Buffett. story. She didn't even know who it was going to be with. They just they she had to sign like confidentiality agreement and just show show up at Dairy Queen, yeah. and then she saw all these limos and she like put it together. Well, they yeah, and they walked in. I, I, somebody saw her and they're like, "I think you'd be great for to be in this commercial. She's got a good look." And uh, so she's in the uh, commercial, and their their whole thing was like these guys are just going to walk in. Well, Colleen just immediately goes, "Hey, Warren, <laughs> yeah. hey, Bill, how you doing?" Well, the other <laughs> funny thing they told me is for some reason they did not. She told me this uh, last time I was at the club. For some reason they did not close the Dairy Queen. They just did it really early in the morning, and so. Uh, they're shooting this commercial, and, and 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 Bill Gates is working behind the counter. Like the the idea of the commercial was that Bill and Warren are working at the Dairy Queen, you know. And uh, some right. guy that's not an actor just comes into the Dairy Queen. 
for breakfast and it's just <laughs> Bill Gates and uh, and Warren Buffett and Colleen said he didn't even notice. He just bought his food and <laughs> sat down and probably to this day doesn't know that he was served by uh, uh, so the cool, combined man. wealth of, 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 of pretty half the Western <laughs> world. <laughs> That's great, man. That's really good. Um... 49 across soul group that did the soundtrack for the movie car wash the name of this band is rose royce not rolls rose brendan pretty well, cool it gave name, me a right? little trouble actually because I, I i wasn't expecting that name that is a great band name a great band name rose royce and Car Wash uh, was a movie, I think, in the late 70s or the early 80s. And I know I've seen parts of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole movie. Uh, but I, 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 I think on this podcast, we're both stand-up comedians. I like to, whenever a stand-up comedian is mentioned or uh, referred to, this movie was uh, uh, featured a lot of stand-up comics in it. It was uh, Franklin Ajaye was the main, uh, he was the, the main character. Uh, Professor Irwin Corey, who I believe passed a few years ago, was was in it. He was a stand-up comic, used to work at the Comedy Store quite a bit. Richard Pryor was in it. George Carlin was in it. And then you had a couple of comedic actors, Garrett Morris and Danny DeVito. Uh, Otis Sistrunk, who was an NFL player, was in it. Uh, yeah, kind of uh, a cool movie. It was movie. a cool movie. Let me ask you this. Uh, I get reamed yeah. for a, a valid point about the amount of birds uh, in in professional sports. Uh, I told you, man. You had your say. I, no, you I, had your I, I, say. Well, this is my point. You I had get it. reamed for bringing that up, and you're just free to, to, to aimlessly name the entire cast of Car Wash. I what I was doing I was doing as a tribute it came from a good place. It wasn't an obsession and and, and honestly with you it's like a political point. This isn't a politics well, podcast. I'm, I am heavily involved in politics, but only bird-based politics. You heard me with the with the Jay Bird and the and, and the Bird List. I I'm inv- heavily involved in. The- we all heard you, man. <laughs> we all heard you. Everybody heard. We got to move to Saturday, man. Uh, this was a wine of Lou and Eric. We need, we need to move to Upper Canada to get away <laughs> from your stupid bird A lot of birds up there bird in Upper Canada. That would be, uh, oh, in fact, you know, you, you've got, well, Lower Canada, you've got the Toronto Raptors. Uh, um, but uh, it's, a, it's a dinosaur. It's, a, it's, it's not a, a bird. bird. They've changed it to bird. They were, uh, uh, a raptor is a bird. Um, but uh, actually, dinosaurs, no, I don't know about this, man. They are maybe avian. I, I remember reading something about uh, like that. Well, anyway, Saturday, May 23rd. This was a wine Lou and Eric Agard. Agard doesn't seem to work solo anymore. Have you noticed that? No, man. No, I think we mentioned this before. And I, my fear is Agard is just sort of jumping on board with this thing because he's the senior member. And it's like somebody else is doing all the work and Agard's saying, yeah. let me take a look at yeah. that. Change that one with that one. And yeah, he's taking 70%. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, yeah. That, but which maybe we should look into Agard as being part of that uh, racket where they steal yeah, ideas. Yeah, from I old. agree. Fifty across, and this could just be semantics, Greg. Well, it is semantics, but it gets a licking, and the answer is cone. Uh, if, if I see someone licking the cone, uh, <laughs> I say, uh, 
hey man, uh, you're doing that wrong. That's a maniac. That yeah. is a, that's an insane person, a dangerous person. <laughs> you you got to lick the ice cream, dude. You can't you're- stay away from the cone liquor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not good, man. We don't man. want any cone liquors in our neighborhood. <laughs> uh, there's yeah. a family ice cream shop. <laughs> yeah. It's You're 17 there? across. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, 17 across. Food for a brown bear. Yeah. That, that's trout. Yeah. Yeah, they like trout. Yeah, but I would say uh, food for a brown bear is whatever gets too close to a brown bear. You know that's what I mean? That's a good point. That's a like, good point. They're I don't probably think, not too picky. No, I don't think they're saying, ah, actually, uh, please remove your arm from in front of my face. I'm, I don't want to get too full before the trout course comes yeah, out. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Yeah, they're, they're going to, they're going <laughs> to, they're pretty much uh, omnivores, if you will. Yeah. Uh, four down, row, row, row your boat for one. That's a round, Brendan. Um, Myself, always been really, really impressed with people that can pull off around. I mean, I just immediately lose concentration. It's a tough thing to do, man. Impossible, nearly. As soon as I hear the other guy say the word, I get on his wavelength. You start you start singing what he's singing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's impossible. I'm, I, I, and as bad as you think you are, I think I'm worse. Let's um, let's try a round right here. Let's try a round with this, this song. You okay. start. Okay. okay, you got it. You got it. You got it. I think we can do it. Row, row, row your boat. Twinkle, yeah. twinkle, yeah. little star. Yeah. Okay. No, no, sorry. See, Again, yeah, I get it. You did the wrong song. I know. Right? That's the thing. You I did just the wrong that. song. Let's try. Let's get. I think we can get it. I think we can get it. Row, row, merrily, row. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a row, row. No. No, you didn't. You didn't even. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I did the right song that time. One more time. Oh. Give me one more shot. Row, row, row your boat. This is a thing I've never known before. It's called easy living. Merrily, merrily, This is a thing I've never known before. It's called easy living. Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> nailed it. I think we nailed it. Yeah, that was good. That was, <laughs> that good. was yeah. good, man. That, that might be good. the new version. Yeah. Uh, we got we to gotta move to Sunday, man. Now, Sunday... This was an Andrew Chaikin, and we're not going to get too in-depth on the uh, theme because the theme was in-depth. It was called The Mystery mm. of, of MacGuffin Manor. It was basically Ugh. it was basically a crossword puzzle tied into a murder mystery where you had all these uh, uh, boxes with different rooms but in them. But was it tied people. in? I mean, it was like in some ways it was like two things going parallel you know that's what i didn't like about it i felt it was a bit of hot dogging it was a bit yeah, of showing look, off look what i can do look what people. i can do you know yeah. where it's like uh you know i we're here to do the crossword puzzle okay if i right. wanted to if i wanted to go to an escape room i'd i'd, I'd go to an escape room but i'm not interested you know those things uh, may be shut down for a while yeah, they're not exactly uh, <laughs> social distancing friendly. Uh, yeah. Unless you go by yourself and can't yeah. solve it, then it's very friendly. Yeah, if you go yeah, to yeah. an escape room by yourself <laughs> and you're bad at it. Excellent perfect point, time. Brendan. Yeah, excellent point. Yeah. Uh, uh, but if um, you want to, if you want to tech, uh, message us about the theme, go ahead. We're not going to get too too into it. Other than, did you solve it, Greg? Did you solve? Who, yeah, Tim what? Cook, the uh, CEO of Apple, did it, and uh, he did it, uh, and the, and the diamond is in the, it's in the center. 
It's in the center. That's that's about all you need to know. And uh, oh, by the way, sorry to interrupt. Uh, By the way, we we haven't talked stats this week. Oh, I went clean, man. Seven for seven. I felt pretty good about it because it was a bit of a tough week. Clean for Brendan. uh, For those of you who do not know, clean means he got all seven puzzles. And the way we decide whether we got a puzzle or not, you have to. You can use no help. You can't do like a uh, uh, check puzzle or any of that kind of thing. You can't be Googling an- answers. You can't be asking your girlfriend or your friend. Um, and Brendan is uh, much better at crosswords than I am. Uh, he went seven for seven. I, however, went six for seven. And this is the puzzle that got me, and it barely got me. And Brendan, I should have had it. I got shortsy faked. Uh, I got shortsy faked. The shortsy fake is when you think you have a problem in one area, but really it's in a problem in another area that you overlooked. Yeah. Um, And uh, I thought I had spar instead of scar, and then I it was a shortsy fake. And that was and what was the clue on that? Uh, that was something to do with fencing. Uh, I forget the actual wording, but you know what? Spar is a uh, perfect answer, a perfectly fittable answer. What might come with fencing? What might come with fencing? A scar is more apt than a spar. I just was sure it was epi because it's always epi when they say fencing. Sure. We both obviously had epi written in. Yeah, but it's scar and I messed that up. But I, I had the problem with I had a shortsy fake Combined with a double Iron Cross of Death, Brendan. Okay, now if you don't know what the Iron Cross of Death is, uh, that's a new term me and Greg have coined. The Iron Cross of Death is when you get, because often, look, we don't know every answer to every crossword. Most people don't. uh, But you're able to get it from the downs or the acrosses. Uh, What the Iron Cross of Death is, is when you've got an intersecting... uh, Two words that you don't have a clue about either of them. They're often proper nouns. They're often people's yeah. names because with words you can kind of know. Okay, this letter usually goes next to that letter. This this sounds about right. With proper names, uh, you're you're there's very little you can do. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't know the acrosses. I did not really know stamen. And I certainly didn't know Chimino, who was uh, the the director of uh, Deer Hunter, um, and and that intersected with uh, um, Amity, which I did not know, or Intero, and then those also intersected with 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 Scar. If I would have gotten Scar, I think I would have been able to overcome the double Iron Cross of Death. But yeah, uh, it was uh, I was it was tough, man, because you know I, I I don't. I don't. I, I think I've gone clean one time in my whole life, and it was before we were doing this podcast. And you know, I I don't get that many opportunities. I'm not as good at it as you are. And I I, I had a window here. I knew I had a window, and I was like, you got it. You got to seize the opportunity. And I got double iron cross the deck. Six and out of seven faked. is a strong show. Don't Greg. patronize it, it me. It is. Man. I'm Do not, not patronize me. Okay. I'm not I know what you're saying you. to your crossword buddy buddies when I'm not around. This guy's a clown. I know what you're saying. Uh, well, that's not me. That's the message boards talking. I'm Wait, what, defending what? you. Yeah, I'm what? defending you. There's they, message boards. Yeah, they're still calling you Wednesday Warren, and I get that's in not there fair. Say, that's, that's not uh, that's fair. What I, I say got to them. I got Wednesday this week easy. That, that's what I say to them. But these guys, they don't listen. They I, do not. Part of listen. me thinks you started the uh, Wednesday Warren thing. Hey, um, by the way, uh, did you get the the Venmo I sent you? You sent me a Venmo. Yeah. For what? Take a look. Oh, God. 
Greg. Come on, man. You embarrass me publicly on the crossword. What is this going to be Did about? you get it? Did you get it? Hold on. It's slow loading. Let me see what he Venmoed me. Yeah. It's, uh... Uh, while, while we're waiting for my Venmo to load, uh, let's see. Yeah, just see if you got you it. No, see, here's what's bogus. <laughs> We're going to let you guys behind the curtain a little bit on this no, podcast. Here's what, let me tell you something that's <laughs> absolutely bogus. Greg Warren just uh, uh, Venmoed me 10 bucks for batteries because we've, ha- we've had to restart this podcast several times because my Zoom recorder has been acting funny and I've been running out of batteries when it shows too well, and, and, and And instead of going and buying new batteries, he like got some like a, he was too cheap to go buy new no, batteries. He no. just, he just, he went and he got some batteries no. out of his remote control. Or yeah, no. so, so he, we, he ran out of batteries twice on this no, podcast. Yes, I did, and it wasn't being too cheap, Greg. It was, it was, uh, uh, and and that's demonstrated by the fact I bought a twenty pack when I went out. Uh, it was not being too well, cheap. after it you was, after you were it, humiliated. If it was out of respect to you, so that we wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take too long because you know in this day and age particularly in New York, to go out and buy batteries is a freaking process where you've got to wait in line at the Dwayne Reed because the bodegas in my neighborhood don't open till 2 o'clock now all of a sudden. And I've got to wait in line to get into Dwayne Reed to get batteries because we're social distancing. So I, out of respect for you, not to mention, not to mention, did I bring up once, did I bring up once, we are recording this podcast on a Monday because we re- normally record on a Sunday, which we did, and it was a tremendous episode. And I wake up this morning to texts and calls from Greg that he screwed up his audio, and now he's belittling me for wasting his time. That is the the nerve, the nerve. Mine, I said, mine was just an error. I just the, the, there was a poor connection on the cables, and John, our producer. Called me late Sunday night and said you can, it's going to be a static. Mine was just a, you. Yours was you were too cheap. You're no, too cheap. I so wasn't I, so too I, cheap. So I tried I, to save so time. So I think the Greg. words that you're looking for I are thank you. Your I sent time. you some money on Venmo. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, let me tell you this much. I re- I did it out of respect for your time. A and B. I'm not Venmoing you that money back. So <laughs> I know you're not. I know I'm you're not. You're a not. chiseler. I keep that you're 10 a bucks. chiseler. Oh, I'm a chiseler. You you chiseled us out of our best episode yet yesterday. <laughs> now, 18 across on the Sunday, and then we got to go. Uh, this uh, was about three miles is the clue. And I originally wrote in league, Greg. I originally wrote in league because I'm going, well, what's a measurement? That was the answer. Well, it was, but I originally wrote it in, and I go, "What's a measurement that I'm not familiar with?" Obviously, not it's not 5K. That doesn't fit. What's right. a measurement that I'm not familiar with? L- league, you know. Yep. But then I go, "Well, hold on a second. Where? Do, what's my only reference for league?" And that would be Jules Verne, uh, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. So I go, well, wait a second. If a league is three miles, that's 60,000 miles under the sea. That can't be. So I take it out. Uh, It turns out it's the right answer. You know what the deepest part of the ocean is, Greg? I'm going to have to say probably 70,000 miles. 6.8 miles. 
Wait so a Jul- minute. Yeah, Jules Verne overshot by 59,993 <laughs> miles. <laughs> I think when we when we started this podcast, you and I said the one thing we were going to do was we were going to debunk Jules Verne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and I'll tell you what. We're halfway there. If we can get, uh, if we can get that guy on his around the world in eighty days, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna call it, man. I'm gonna yeah, call it. Yeah. By uh, the way, uh, 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 we really appreciate you guys listening. We've had some tremendous support, tremendous comments so far. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast. Go ahead and just take a little 30 seconds right now, and uh, it doesn't take long. Whatever, Wherever you get this podcast, uh, uh, subscribe to it. Get Throw it a rating, uh, uh, a star rating, and uh, write a quick review. It really it really helps the um, the algorithm. Everything's about algorithms can now, I, Greg. Can I uh, weigh in here, Brendan? Yeah, please. Here's the thing, man. It, it really does help. And, and, and honestly, uh, we've gotten some really cool reviews. Uh, one I noticed the other day from uh, my main uh, man, uh, Brad Bartos, who's a regular listener. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was Brad that uh, left a, a nice little comment on, uh, on iTunes. Uh, it, it really helps. And uh, if you hit the subscribe button, and the, the reason it helps is that, you know, we, just, we want more listeners. We want, we yeah. want to get this thing out there, and, and it does something with the algorithm. So it just, it just gets recommended to more people. And I'm not going to, you know, we do this mostly because we like it, and we, but we want to get it out to a lot of people. But someday, you know, 10 years down the line, down the line, excuse me, um, uh, maybe uh, we start uh, ha- having advertisers. We'd love to, to be uh, Bonefish Grill, but maybe it would be somebody else. And the only way you do that is with more subscribers. And, uh, th- you know, it's called monetization. So you monetize the podcast. And that's important. A little for me, but as you can see from my chiseler friend, Brendan, it's really important <laughs> for him. It's really important for him to get a little extra couple of bucks because he's over there trying to use uh, 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 seven-year-old batteries he's thrown together. Like, it's, well, it's, it's an important thing for him, man. Well, it, 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 the guy's cheap, okay? He's a chiseler. You, you know what I'd like to see more of because I love him? My favorite reviews are, uh, and we've got a few of these already, but the more the better in my book. My favorite reviews are uh, – Longtime Greg Warren fan. He's the best. That guy rules. The other guy's all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't so, think there's any of those. There's none of those. A few of that nature. So uh, I, listen. I saw one that said the Chisler's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So so I encourage those. Anything along that lines uh, makes me very happy. I find uh, great joy in those. But uh, thanks for listening, Greg. Uh, thanks for that Venmo. Uh, I oh, of course, use buddy. It, yeah. uh, I know. You, I know it. it's important to you. Yeah, I'm going to buy a few cones to lick. (laughs) Cone licker! Cone licker! (laughs) One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer. Produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.